sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Tell Good evening. Happy Sunday and welcome back to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design on Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. I am your host, Gregory Rich, and as usual, I'm going to help you kill your Sunday early evening with some booze and conversation, which is the proper way to kill a Sunday evening. Our guest this evening is a wonderful human being, Miss Leslie Wood, the director of stores at Hope Chest for Breast Cancer. Leslie, welcome to Drink in the Style. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have you, especially given how many things are going on uh, with Hope Chest these days and uh, the overlap between the stores that you guys have and what we do at Habitation and Designer Rehab. So it's a pleasure. Thank you. Welcome. All right. For our mixology this, uh, this evening, we are actually short... One mixologist, our good friends at Mill Valley Kitchen, weren't able to get here today, so I, yours truly, will be your mixologist. And we're going to cut corners because I can only do so many things at once, uh, pretty much just one. Um, and we're going to go uh, with a completely different form of cocktail. We are e drinking this evening basically some pink bubbles. End of story. We have been provided with a bottle of uh, classic carousel rosé um, sparkling wine. It is brute, which means that it is dry. It is pink with tiny, tiny bubbles, and really, that works for us, especially given Hope Chest's use of the color pink was what I was thinking. Does that make sense? Perfect, Leslie? yes, and Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month here in October. So, Brett in the sound booth, why don't you start? There we got our drinking music. I will walk us through the process. It's very complicated this week, too. It is very complicated. We are going to remove the cage over the bottle of champagne. Cage has now been removed. We're about to open the cork. Voila! We have now opened the bottle of champagne, pouring it into the glass, filling it about halfway through, watching the bubbles dance. We did bring some raspberries, just to add a little flavor color and elan. Does that work? Plop. Plopped in, and you can cut the mixing music. We have created this week's Drink in the Style bottle or glass of sparkling rosé wine. What do you think? simple, even I could probably make this one. Yeah. <laughs> I think you probably could, uh, time and again. You know what? There's bu Bubbles are underrated. I don't know what it is, but everybody thinks that champagne or bubbles or uh, sparkling wine is for special occasions. And in fact, you know, you don't save 7-Up for special occasions. Why don't you just have a bottle of, uh, of, of, of bubbles every now and then? I agree. Good for you. You're watching it very, very carefully. So, Leslie... I have created your cocktail. Enjoy it. We aren't going to wait until after the break to try this. So we're just going to start drinking right off the bat. Brett, we're going to have to wait until the break so that we can get you a cocktail uh, as well. And we're good to go. All right, so let's start out. I have a random question I was going to ask you, Leslie, because I know you were a little nervous about being on the show. Okay. <laughs> have you spoken in front of groups very often? Are you, are you a fan of speaking groups? Are you, are you worried about it? No, if I'm knowledgeable or passionate about the subject, it does not bother me. Um, in my years here at the Hope Chess, I've been having to do that many a times, and it does not bother me whatsoever just because I am so passionate about the cause and what we do there. So It is key. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to, I don't know, bullshit. Yeah, you can you can buzz that one for me That's later. That's for the edited version. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, on things that you don't. But if you are passionate about something, you should be able to speak in front of people. Do you have any tricks? Any any preparatory mind games that you play before you go up and you speak to people, or do you just walk out there and away you go? I usually walk out there and away I go. Um, most of the times that I'm doing any speaking is now revolving around work. So um, I know that very well. I've been there for almost six years. So it's very easy for me to speak to our mission and um, all the wonderful things that we do at the organization. So, Which is uh, absolutely true. I mean, it is uh, an organization that affects so many people. I mean, so many people are affected by breast cancer. Mm -hmm. Is it the most common form of, of, of cancer? I think it. I think it w may well be. But uh, any way you look at it, I mean, everyone's sisters or mother or 
or daughter um, is going to have to to come in contact with it at one point or another, mm-hmm. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Very true. So you've been at Hope Chest for about six years. Mm-hmm. Why don't we start by talking a little bit about uh, what the organization is for those who aren't aware and how you guys function. Give us uh, an overview. So um, the Hope Chest for Breast Cancer Foundation is kind of twofold. So we have the foundation, which is um, in charge of giving money to local breast cancer patients who are currently in treatment, um, helps take care of emergency funds. So rents, utilities, daycare, food, kind of the incidentals so they don't have to worry about that as they're going through treatment. Um, The second part of the Hope Chest is the resale stores that we have. We currently have two, one in Orno and one in Bloomington. And what they do is they put a portion of their proceeds directly into the foundation. So it's feel-good retail, whether you're donating your products or you're shopping our stores. It's good to know that that money is going back to help local patients in the state of Minnesota. Yeah, it's very true. And the the items that you get, all different types, we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. Um, but they are donations that people make. Yep, uh, it is strictly donation-based. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you retail it at great prices. Yes. And then you take a portion of those revenues and you, you use that for support. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a great idea. Was that part of the original concept at Hope Chest, do you know? Or? It was, yes. Um, Barbara Hensley, who was our founder and visionary, um, knew that there was a need for more donation outlets. Mm-hmm. Um, she lost both of her sisters to breast cancer, so she wanted to um, be able to give back to local breast cancer patients, and so she kind of tied the two together and thought, well, why not have a donation-based service that puts revenue right into a fund to help these local patients? That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Great idea. Yeah. And was the first store Bloomington or Orono? The first store was Orono. Okay. And do you yeah. say Orono or Orono? Orono. Really? I like the ex- I like the extra O. I grew up in Orono, so. Did you? So the locals yeah. are supposed to yeah. ignore that O altogether. It's completely. You can do whatever you want, Greg. Thanks. Yeah. I do that. That's why I also call home furniture Hom furniture. There is no E. Darn it. Yes. It is. No amount of marketing will ever make me pronounce it any other way. <laughs> and I will. I still like to play golf at the Orono. Or a no or public no. golf course. Par three there. It is, well, it's an executive three, yes. so it's got a couple of longer ones. Are you a golfer? I used to be. Really? Yes. I love playing that course because nobody ever plays that course. <laughs> so it's like you pay for nine and you get to play 27 because every bad shot, which in my case is about every shot, you get to drop and hit again. Yes. It is great value for your golfing dollar. Um, <laughs> and now they're going to be watching me next time I go off and play at uh, at the golf course. Wondering why it took you so long. I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> Nobody ever seems to mind. Uh, what's, what's weird is that on hole number two, which is back in the woods over there, for some bizarre reason, I am, well, not bizarre reason, I'm terrified of snakes. And I keep finding garter snakes on that. There must be like a nest of them. It scares the you-know-what out of me. They probably put them there on purpose to get you moving along. Yeah, that's probably true. That's, I eventually started skipping uh, the, that hole. I really did. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, um, and then we're going to come back talking with Leslie Wood about Hope Chest, how it works, and some of the good work that they're doing, especially on this uh, uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Stay with us. Sister Moon, be my guide in your blue, blue shadow. Hi, Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style, Sundays at 5 p.m. right here on AM 950. Have you heard about Designer Rehab? Designer Rehab is the area's coolest furniture consignment store. Gently used furnishings as well as closeouts and clearance items at really stellar prices. Whether you're shopping or interested in consigning, Designer Rehab is a must-visit in the Twin Cities. Located at 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Designer Rehab, it's only a matter of time. Thank you, Minnesota, for helping family-owned Warner Stellion become one of the most respected appliance sellers in the U.S. We believe the best way to thank you is with unbeatable savings. Now through October 15th, get free installation from our trusted specialists on select Bosch and KitchenAid dishwashers. Or save hundreds on a new kitchen suite. We'll help you find just the right one to complement your style. These and hundreds more unbeatable deals await you through October 15th. Exclusively from Minnesota's own appliance specialist, Warner Stellion. Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style Sundays at 5 p.m. right here on AM 950. 
Habitation is Minneapolis's coolest furniture design studio. Our in-house design staff specializes in creating spaces that reflect your style, your values, and your taste. From edgy modern to transitional, Habitation is here to help you craft your home. Know what's also exciting? Habitation offers AM950 listeners complimentary interior design services, which include an appraisal of any furniture pieces you may want to trade in for store credit. That's right. Habitation will take your gently used furniture and issue you store credit on fresh, fantastic furniture. Check out Habitation today. 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park, one mile east of Highway 100, or visit us online at habitationdesign.com. Standard Heating knows some things never get old for us Minnesotans. The fall colors, s'mores, and football tailgating. But some things like your furnace do get old, and that can mean higher heating bills. Fortunately, you can save $1,300 on a new high-efficiency furnace from Standard Heating and help cut your heating bills. Learn more about saving $1,300 on your new furnace at standardheatingdeals.com. Don't wait. These savings end October 31st. Standard heating and air conditioning. Comfort you deserve. Hi, Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style, right here on AM 950. If you're a small business owner like me, I know you're buried in paperwork. State tax filing, sales tax, property tax, insurance, it never ends. But what about payroll? I'd like to recommend ADP. ADP can handle all of your payroll needs, ranging from direct deposit to unemployment insurance. And they've got great local representatives as well. Why don't you give my rep, Shelby Loga, a call at 320-420-0900. Welcome back to Drink in the Style. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and this evening we are enjoying pink bubbles. We are just enjoying a pink sparkling wine, Brute Dry from Carousel. We dropped in a couple raspberries, and I think we're having a great afternoon. We are speaking with uh, Miss Leslie Wood, the director of stores at Hope Chest for Breast Cancer. Leslie, welcome back. Thank you, Greg. All right, so we talked a little bit about the organization. Um, running the stores. Now, <laughs> we're in the same business along those lines. So let's talk a little bit about the merchandise that uh, has come in uh, and what have you. First, is there a particular type of furniture that you tend to see more than any other? It's funny you should ask. It seems very cyclical. So at some points, it seems like all we have are kitchen tables. Okay. And then other days, it seems like all we have is couches. Wow. Um, the interesting thing about our business is that we never know what we're going to get. We don't have an inventory pack list that we know is going to drop on the second Tuesday of the month. Mm -hmm. um, the stores pick up three days a week, and it comes from a variety of different households as well as some commercial real, um, retailers. So we never really know what's going to be able to be on the floor. So it's hard to say if one thing sells better than another. It mm -hmm. just kind of depends on what's on the s sales floor that day. Circumstantial. Yeah, yep. I mean, that is a really, really hard part. I mean, at, at Habitation or at most furniture stores, you're selecting items, you already have a plan. Mm -hmm. So are you involved then uh, actively or have you been involved with putting the vignettes or the little room settings together? Yes, uh, absolutely. Um, especially when I first started in the business, it was kind of I was the only one. So um, I move furniture all day. I lift sofas. I lift T-shirts. So, um, But that's a really fun part of the job. Um, and now I do have a gal who's been with me for about four years who is my visual stylist um, and works between both locations and kind of just goes where I need her the most. Um, and she is amazing. She trains the staff. She does it herself. She just has a great eye for how to make 17 different households look like one room. It is a gift. I yeah. mean, it, it really is. It's mm -hmm. easy if you've got everything coming from the same store, the same style, put it together, it's mix and match. It's like granimals for it your is. living room. Yes. But if you have different things coming in, you know, you have to know how to create uh, a blended or eclectic mm -hmm. type of a look. Did you kind of learn, do you have back, background in that or was that trial and error and just good taste? All of the above. Nice. No. Um, no, I would say I've been a retailer my whole life, okay. um, mostly in the women's retail um, apparel business. Oh. So when I joined Hope Chest, I didn't know anything about furniture or home decor, so I just kind of had to wing it. Okay. Um, but then again, you know, having my stylist there with me has really taught me in the last handful of years, and it's just, it's really a fun part of the job. 
Mm-hmm. It's yeah, and it's it's a challenge, and it's cool, but it's rewarding because mm-hmm. once you get it in, especially if you have you know, it's like Legos. You've got all the different pieces. You can put them together. You can move them. Yep. And then just make it as a whole. Yeah. Do you have people coming in? Most of the people who are shopping buying just one piece. Have you had entire rooms walk out? You oh know, yes. It always seems as once you finish a vignette, you turn around and half of it's gone. Right. Which is really bugs me sometimes, but then it also means that we're doing our job and we're making this product look really awesome. So I know. It's such a disincentive <laughs> to doing your job well. You know, yes. if I made this really ugly, no one will no buy one it buy and I can relax all week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't work. What about uh, what about specific items that have come in? Any interesting stories of pieces? Oh, you never know what you're going to get at the Hope Chest. That's kind of our mantra on the sales floor. Um, you know, people drop stuff off in big black garbage bags and you just kind of wonder what's in there. Um, you know, I've had the opportunity to work many a years. Um, and one time there was a black garbage bag and there was a bunch of clothing on top. Was not very nice. Um, had been worn quite a bit and loved quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But had you not gone through it, you wouldn't have found the pair of brand new Gucci shoes from... <laughs> a retailer with the receipt still in the box. So you have to go through it even though you might not want to. There could be treasure buried Always at the bottom a of a mud pit. Yes. That's that's awesome, actually. Yes. I look forward to this when rehab is up and running and seeing what, what comes through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had a guest on uh, uh, a while back. We were talking about some of the items that you find in bed stands and other personal items as well mm-hmm. you do have a story i do I have know. a story tell us about grandpa so i think um what happens is a lot of times when we have um families that are cleaning out an estate of their loved one you know they tend to be kind of in a hurry because they need to get it on the market or you know just move them out of their assisted living facility or what have you and so they tend to just kind of start putting stuff in boxes and closing them up and just dropping them off, not really being too mindful of what's in said boxes. Um, There was a time a handful of years ago where we got a bunch of home decor dropped off and we were going through it. Lots of beautiful vases and picture frames and stemware. And there was this really amazing urn that still had grandpa's ashes in it. And what kind of a deduction do you get for donating Grandpa's ashes? Well, we did call them and let them know that Grandpa was waiting at the store for him. Did they come and get Grandpa? They did come and get Grandpa. (laughs) No doubt a certain amount of, that's a walk of shame, unlike any other. Yeah, yeah. I think they had a lot going on, so it was just kind of hurry up and let's get this done. (laughs) Good for you for not, like, you know, just tagging it and putting it out on the mantle. Oh, Oh, it is, yeah, no, and that type of of a situation. I mean, it's stressful, yeah, right? Yeah, and, yeah. Know, can't hold it back. We're going to raise our glass. Let's drink to Grandpa and his uh, drink brief... Drink to Grandpa. His, his brief, brief stay stint at, at the Hope Chest. <laughs> the Hope Chest. Brett, you're in favor yeah, back there? To the camera here, yep. That's right. For those who don't know, we do uh, uh, live broadcast on Facebook uh, when we're recording the show. And uh, now we've got an inset screen with our producer, Brett, as well. So you guys can keep an eye on everybody here at Drinking the Style. It's Big Brother here at the studio. <laughs> it's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. Um, all right. So so you've got uh, you've got the stores then that are... By the way, how large are the stores in terms of square feet? Um, Orno is about 6,600 square feet, and my Bloomington location is about 5,800. Okay. So they're big. Those are big stores, yeah, absolutely. And the Orno one is right on 15. Correct, correct right on 15. Um, technically, I would say that it's Navarre. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you get around the lakes there and it gets kind of confusing. But It, it definitely does. Yes. And where's the Orno one? The Orno, or, I'm sorry, the, the, the Bloomington, Bloomington one probably. is on 98th and Normandale. It's where the old Lomans Plaza was. Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. I've not actually been in that particular <gasps> store. I know it's terrible. I went to the Orno terrible. one. Whenever I donate, it always seems to end up in Orno. So occasionally I'll go out there and I'll just take a quick look through to see how the stuff is, you know, is sitting and performing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll swing out to the Bloomington store at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, so you said you have a visual person who comes in and does most of the visual setup at this point. You're mm-hmm. still somewhat involved. Yep. And you also said that you have a cyclical system for things that are coming in. Do you find that, like, for example, in the furniture business, um, you know, right now, fall, dining table season. Yes. Everybody wants the dining room tables because... They need to host their holiday parties. Aunt Gertie is coming to town, mm-hmm. and Gertie will not want to see that same table again. Yes, yes. 
And then August is super busy for the back-to-school college kids, um, people coming in wanting desks, wanting smaller-sized items for their you know, college apartments and stuff like that. So it's just really interesting to see what people are doing and how that affects our donations coming in. Yeah, well, that certainly makes sense. And you're going to, again, if it's an item that's in saleable condition, or you also do have some people who can do some refurbishment yes. of pieces as well. Yes, we have a lot of people that come in and buy just to refurb and resell. Yeah, which is absolutely fantastic and all for a good cause. Yes. All right, we're going to go and take another quick break um, and uh, raise our glass one more time to Grandpa. I love that story. I'm sorry. <laughs> when we come back, we'll be talking more with Leslie Wood about Hope Chest and then after that, doing the Habitation blog. So stay with us. Hi, Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style, Sundays at 5 p.m. right here on AM 950. Have you heard about Designer Rehab? Designer Rehab is the area's coolest furniture consignment store. Gently used furnishings as well as closeouts and clearance items at really stellar prices. Whether you're shopping or interested in consigning, Designer Rehab is a must-visit in the Twin Cities. Located at 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park, Designer Rehab, it's only a matter of time. Gus Modern out of Toronto, Canada has crushed the Twin Cities market with their amazingly refined blend of mid-century and contemporary furniture styles. It's kind of Scandinavian, it's kind of clean, it's, it's just plain cool. And the fact is that Gus Modern is an affordable, delightful product line. We've got all of it for you to take a look at Habitation Furnishing and Design on Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Come on in and check it out or go to GusModern.com. At Burger Moe's, Mondays no longer need to be a drag. Dine on the beautiful patio for Burger Monday Madness every Monday after 4 p.m., where you can order any burger and fries off menu for just $6. Not valid on Excel event evenings. Burger Moe's offers 20 fresh, never-frozen burger varieties, as well as delicious appetizers, soups, salads, and unburgers, dogs, paninis, shakes, and desserts. Located at 242 West 7th Street in St. Paul, with plenty of free parking, and online at BurgerMoe's.com. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style right here on AM 950. Hey, I've only got a few seconds, so here's the deal. Habitation is the coolest furniture store in town. Not only have we got some of the most exceptional furniture in the cities, but in many cases, Habitation can offer you store credit on your existing furniture. Stop in, talk to one of our designers, and let us help you make your home exceptional. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Hi, Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style, right here on AM 950. If you're a small business owner like me, I know you're buried in paperwork. State tax filing, sales tax, property tax, insurance, it never ends. But what about payroll? I'd like to recommend ADP. ADP can handle all of your payroll needs, ranging from direct deposit to unemployment insurance. And they've got great local representatives as well. Why don't you give my rep, Shelby Loga, a call at 320-420-0900. With your AM 950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Tonight will be cloudy with a low around 29. Monday, sunny with a high near 42 and a low of 33. Tuesday will be sunny with a high of 51 and a low of 32. Wednesday, a high of 50 and a low in the mid-30s. Big Bear Lodge invites you to enjoy the Boundary Waters without packing the tent. The Lodge has a lakeside sauna, offers breakfast, homemade artisan pizzas, bison burgers, plus delicious beer and wine. Come find your smile at Big Bear Lodge. Check them out at BigBearLodgeMN.com.
Welcome back to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design, a locally owned furniture showroom just outside of the Minneapolis city limits on Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. We are listening today to an album from Sting. I think this was what? Nothing Like the Sun, which was late 80s, give or take. Kind of got into a Sting mood, caught Sting and Shaggy out at the Armory mm. uh, as they were playing. Just recently, right? Just this past weekend, Yeah, actually. I had no idea who Shaggy was. I'm old. I listen to Sting, but it was a really, it was a good concert. He's apparently this Jamaican kind of half ska, half rap type of guy. Huh. And they, uh... They kind of collaborated on a couple of tracks. One sang backup for the other. Oh, cool! And, but for the most part, they were they were just kind of doing their own gigs. It was kind of like in preschool, you know, parallel play stage. <laughs> you sit next to the little buddy, and you guys play together. But it was still worth seeing, and it was a lot of fun. And the Armory is a cool location. I've heard that. Have you not been there yet? Not been there. Mm-mm. Nicely done. Okay. Very, very cool. We're actually going to have a couple of people on from the Armory at some point uh, in the not-too-distant future. Stay tuned for that. Um, okay, so we're talking about Hope Chest. We're talking about furniture donation. Hope Chest, again, uh, furniture, uh, accessories, home furnishings, women's clothing as well. Correct. All can be found at one of your two locations, neither Orono or Bloomington. Yes. Excellent. All right. So there are two sides to the store, obviously. I mean, there's the donation of goods and the purchase of items. That's how you guys are raising money for breast cancer uh, support and, and awareness. Um, now, shoppers are, of course, looking for deals. That explains why they would go and shop. But let's talk a little bit about the psychology of giving people who are making donations to Hope Chest. Question one, when people are, are donating their furniture, you know, when do you find people are donating? Not seasonally, but is there a particular time at which uh, someone decides they're going to make a donation? Or do you have any sense of, of, of how people make that determination and what, what is the, the impetus behind that? So for the larger items, the furniture pieces, um, it really depends. Um, if it's just an individual household, it may be that they've just purchase a new living room set and they need to get rid of their other one and we're the great resource for that. Um, it may be an estate sale. We get lots of estate sales. Um, we have a um, great partnership with another local move manager organization that um, moves people from their homes into an assisted living type of a situation and so we have a great relationship with them um, where they'll just call and we'll go pick up from the home um, some of those larger items. The home decor items vary seasonally um, they know when they're obviously with the holiday goods and whatnot, but, um, you know, a lot of times they'll be decorating and then they'll decide, Ooh, I'm changing paths. And so they box it up, they bring it to us and then they go to the store and buy new. And do you guys, uh, uh, take like Christmas decor after Christmas? We do not. Okay. Um, we used to in the past, but it just got to be so overwhelming. We have zero storage. Mm -hmm. Um, so it just was getting to be a room full of Christmas in the back, um, which, you know, we needed for more um, overstock of things that could sell year-round. Sure. Um, so now we do ask seasonally, um, you know, now we our stores are taking Christmas now. Okay. Um, so it is, you know, good to drop off. And that's the same goes as clothes. We're not taking any summer, spring clothing at this point in time. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it's getting to be fall, winter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. So yes, it we is. have to transition our stores into the fall, winter mode as well and you need so it's it's i mean because it is you are a charity organization you don't have massive storage and 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 you know the ability to keep things to the next season even though mm -hmm. you might want to right so the majority of things that come in then i mean would you say what's the breakdown is is most of it you know rooms on estate sales or one-off pieces where do you really get the majority of your of your product I would probably say it's more one-off situations at this point in time. Um, we've been working really hard in the last year and a half, two years, to try and grab other local retailers to donate their off-season to us. Um, just that that way that business could take a tax write-off for it. Um, and then we're kind of guaranteed m more like new products on our sales floor. Yeah, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. Which makes sense. What about price points uh, at Hope Chest in general? I mean, what do sofas on average tend to run? Um, you know, we try really hard to look at the retail value, and we mark everything at about 70% off the retail price. Okay. Um, that being said, we're very cognizant of the style 
mm-hmm. um, the pattern, the print, um, you know, the wear and tear. We do ask for pictures of furniture pieces before we go pick them up or before people drop them off just to make sure that, A, we have room on our sales floor because, again, we don't have any storage, and to make sure that it's in good condition that somebody would want to, you know, buy the next time they come through. So smoke-free, pet-free home, free of rips, stains, tears, and those kind of things. And do a nice job curating the the, the products you have on the floor. It's Thank not you. a uh, it's, it's not a, a refuse shop. Yeah. It is nicely done. Yeah. We need to be able to move it. Um, you know, our mantra kind of get it in, get it out. So price it to sell. Yeah, absolutely makes sense. Uh, and and in terms of demand, you know, they say, for example, at homeless shelter, socks are the most in-demand items. Are there particular items that people are asking for again and again that you really would like to see more donations made in that area? Um, for furniture, we do have what we call a wish list, um, which is shared between the two stores. So if you're in the um, need of something, you can call the store or pop into one of the stores and they can put your information on that um, list. Oh. Um, so if I were to scour through the list in my head right now, there's always bar stools on there. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. Um, there are always um, queen size headboards on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's always sectionals. Interesting. On there. That makes sense. Three big categories. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do tons of sectionals at Habitation. I mean, sectionals make sense. You yep. get, you know, an extra seat mm-hmm. as opposed to a sofa settee yep. combination. Queen headboards, queen beds are more popular yep. than uh, anything else than than kings uh, as well. Bar stools are a never-ending problem for me, quite honestly, <laughs> because bar stools. People don't realize there are only two types of bar stools, expensive and cheap. And the cheap ones will not last you, generally speaking, more than 8 to 12 months because of the the height of a bar stool, there's so much pressure that's put on the joints and things that if you try to do it cheaply, it falls apart very quickly. But in order to do it properly, it costs money. Right. So people are always saying, you know, you've got your $99 bar stools, you get your $500 up bar stools. Nothing in between for the most part, right. except stuff that's, you know, so it's 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 a challenge. Um, how does the organization connect with people? Um, are you associated with any hospitals or, or clinics? Yes, yep. So when um, Barbara first started the business, um, she knew that she was going to have all of this money in the foundation. Her trick was, how do we get it to these people? How do we get it to these patients who are going through a devastating disease and have them get that money without having to go through all the red tape that there usually is on getting grant and assistance. Mm-hmm. Um, so she went right to the hospitals, right to the front lines and said, I'm going to give you some money. The chest will pay for your patients when they are in need. So it was the nurses, the doctors, the nurse navigators who were working closely with these breast cancer patients who knew what they needed, who knew that their lights were going to get cut off the next day. Mm-hmm. You know what? The hope chest is going to pay for your light bill. So right on the front lines there, um, um, but it's been kind of fun. Um, within the last six months, we launched a new program. Mm-hmm. It's called Hope Chess Go, which is Hope Chess Grants Online. Um, grants Online. Yes, nice. and it's very exciting. Um, it is right on our website. So not only patients locally here in the metro, which is who we serviced before with our um, partner hospitals, mm-hmm. but now anybody going through treatment in the state of Minnesota for breast cancer can go directly to our website, hopechess.com, and apply online for assistance. That's fantastic. And it's been amazing. Really? Yes. It just has taken off. Um, you know, we've been able to give out a ton of money to, you know, a wider spread area, which has just been so cool. And sometimes you can get, you know, you can you can get a, a lot more impact as you expand the geography. That exactly. Oh, that's yeah. absolutely wonderful. Yeah, Hope it's Chest very Go. cool. Yes. And it's hopechest.com. Hopechest.com. Okay. Oh, that's that's fantastic. All right. You're moving forward. You're internet enabled. Yes. Congratulations. Yes, it's very fun. How does Hope Chest interact with the larger breast cancer organizations in the country? Is there, is it basically a matter of, of parallel efforts? Yeah, I would say so. But I think our big thing with Hope Chess is to keep it local. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that our funds are given almost immediately to ensure that, you know, people who are in treatment for breast cancer can stay in their home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's so many times this is such a debilitating disease is that patients can't work. Yeah, yeah. And if they don't have an income coming in, then what's the first to go? Your bills. 
Absolutely true. So so few places to turn. Yeah. And that's what's really, really terrible. Yeah. So it's, you know, our main focus is to make sure that we keep it local and help, um, you know, local patients. Yeah. Well, that's it's 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 wonderful, and again, it's it's such an important cause. What about the nitty gritty? Let's talk about insider tips. Oh, I know, right? Tell tell us all the inside dirt. What's the best day to swing into Hope Chest? How do you maximize the organization? So my managers are going to shoot me for this, but <laughs> um, both of my store locations have two amazing delivery guys that run around town three days a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Orno store runs Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursdays. Okay. And Bloomington, their guys run Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. And then that's so the items go out, they pick it up, they bring it right over to the store on those days. Yep. So those are our pickup and delivery days. And if it's a pickup, we go to a customer's home, we pick up the product, it comes back to the store, and it hits the floor. We don't have storage, so that's where it's got to go. Directly on the floor. So yep. you've got, you've probably got people following the, the delivery trucks. Yes, we, we, we laugh and say they follow them around town, <laughs> and then they squeal into the parking lots. So Just we, standing there as everything's being unloaded off the back of the truck. Absolutely. Money in hand. We've had people climb into the back of the truck to see what's in there. I bet you have, actually. Yes. That's abs- Oh, my God. So, that's funny. Yes. All right. So now you're you're going to have hell to pay when you get uh, yes. back to work today. Yes. Oh. <laughs> it's a lot like... I'll ask for forgiveness later, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Drive them through. It's, it's like Opitz Outlet across the street from us. The clearance stuff. Their new stuff goes on the floor on Wednesday mornings. This is their biggest thing. And the line around the corner on Wednesdays before they open at noon is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Because you get there, you know, you snooze, you lose. Absolutely. That's what our sold tags say. Really? Yes. Oh, I like that. You <laughs> snooze, you lose. I'm, I'm going to possibly steal that. Um, <laughs> it's really awesome. As they say, the early bird gets the worm. Yes. But the second mouse gets the cheese. Oh, that's a good one. Think of that for yes. a little bit. That's yes. what I tell myself every morning when I'm not dragging my butt out of bed. <laughs> The second mouse gets the cheese. Um, all right, that's uh, that is some fantastic information about Hope Chest. And again, it's it's a great organization. I keep saying it, but you know, uh, you are providing goods and services at a great price to benefit people. Mm-hmm. It makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. So I hope that uh, people do swing out and take a look, especially as we're getting into the furniture season. As we said, the holidays are coming. Yes, it's time to kind of spruce up the space yep entertainment season is upon us it really is we're driven indoors and it's time to make things nice we're going to be talking a little bit about that again in uh segment four actually as we talk about some of the stuff that designer rehab is doing um one of uh the competitors to some extent or we'll just say our friend our friend partner in crime <laughs> this is drink in the style stay with us we'll be back in just a moment Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style right here on AM 950. Hey, I've only got a few seconds, so here's the deal. Habitation is the coolest furniture store in town. Not only have we got some of the most exceptional furniture in the cities, but in many cases, Habitation can offer you store credit on your existing furniture. Stop in, talk to one of our designers, and let us help you make your home exceptional. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Hi, it's Tom Hartman. You know, Continental Diamond is special for a lot of reasons. The owners are Jimmy and Helene Pessis, a husband and wife team who had a dream to open their own store more than 30 years ago. They've built a business that is the gold standard. The readers of Minnesota Bride Magazine have named Continental Diamond the best jeweler for the last seven years. Why? Amazing, friendly, no-pressure customer service, a selection of fine diamonds and design jewelry unlike anywhere else, and the fresh-baked chocolate chip cookies are pretty great, too. Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and at ContinentalDiamond.com. Goss Modern out of Toronto, Canada has crushed the Twin Cities market with their amazingly refined blend of mid-century and contemporary furniture styles. It's kind of Scandinavian, it's kind of clean, it's it's just plain cool. And the fact is that Gus Modern is an affordable, delightful product line. We've got all of it for you to take a look at Habitation Furnishing and Design on Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Come on in and check it out or go to GusModern.com. 
Seward Co-op, serving the community for nearly 45 years, invites you to shop their two convenient locations, both offering the strong commitment to local producers and healthy foods you've come to expect. Seward focuses on locally grown and raised products, fair trade, and environmental sustainability. Shop their selection of meats, artisan cheeses, and house-made baked goods. Find Seward at 2823 East Franklin Avenue or the Friendship Store on 38th Street and 3rd Avenue in Minneapolis. More at seward.coo. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. This is Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style, and I want to talk to you about rehab. Not that kind. I'm talking about Designer Rehab in St. Louis Park. Designer Rehab is the best furniture consignment store in the Twin Cities, and we're currently accepting consignment on gently used sofas, chairs, tables, and more. If you're ready for an upgrade, bring your furniture in for consignment. Then swing over to Habitation Furnishing and Design and let us fill your home with some of the best furnishings you'll find anywhere. Designer Rehab. It's only a matter of time. Welcome back to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design and Designer Rehab. We've been listening to Sting, Englishman in New York, one of his pretty big hits. And by the way, has anybody ever actually had toast done on one side? No. I have not, no. It's really good. It's like it, it it's like everything is like a crusty, you throw it in your mm. frying pan and and then you have it toasted and crunchy on one side but meaty and tender on the top. Really? It's really tasty. What did you put on the toast? Well, actually, I had this whole thing. We're in fall, which means that this is cardamom season mm -hmm. uh, to me. So I go to Great Harvest Bread Company. They have this amazing cardamom bread. Slice into thick slices, toast it on one side, fry an egg in the same frying pan, cast iron, because, you know, it's the Lord God intended as far as I'm concerned. If you're making something, make it in cast iron. <laughs> and then you just put it together, and there is, like, the most wonderful, meaty, nutritious, healthy breakfast. Huh. Mm-hmm. There it Something is. To try. Just the tips on uh, drink in the style. We branch out from breakfast to, or from drinks to hangover breakfast, <laughs> basically. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're on with Leslie Wood from uh, the Hope Chest. We're in our final segment, um, which means that it is time to do the habitation audio log. It's always a highlight of the show, especially. I mean, this time we're not drinking hard liquor, so I can actually see the words pretty clearly. <laughs> Which is wonderful. Are you ready, Leslie, to do the Habitation Audio Log? I am ready. Brett, are we good in there? I am ready in here. All right. I didn't proofread this, as I mentioned off-air, so I hope that it uh, makes at least some sense, but uh, we'll find out. All right. Habitation Audio Log Installment 14. Triangulating the Market. Running a business requires both short- and long-term planning. If you haven't been in the position, it's sometimes difficult to understand how hard it is to do both simultaneously. As a small business owner, it's easy to spend today taking care of yesterday's problems, let alone dealing with today or tomorrow. Personally, I'm hoping that being aware of these pitfalls will help avoid my falling into either trap, and occasionally, the universe coughs up a gimme. I've always planned to replicate the habitation business model in general, and more specifically, the habitation-slash-designer-rehab model. That is, the combination of a premium showroom and an associated but separate consignment and closeout location in different geographies. The nightmare of finding myself in the hostile climate of St. Louis Park jeopardized that, but with luck, we will have Designer Rehab open on West Lake Street in the next few weeks. 
What is happening before I expected, however, is the possibility of opening on the east side of the Twin Cities much earlier than expected. Currently, Habitation is renting a 14,000 square foot uh, retail showroom on Highway 36. Locals will remember it as the old McCormick's Furniture Store out by Stillwater. And we will be doing a two-weekend pop-up sale that will feature closeouts, overstocks, and some consignment products. Essentially, we're testing the market. If it does well, there's a good chance that that location will become a permanent designer rehab location, and if that's the case, a habitation showroom will not be far behind. So, if you are willing to lend a hand in the growth of a local business, I'd encourage you to come out this weekend or next and check out the temporary rehab location at 13435 60th Street North in Stillwater. Actually, it's just a little bit outside of downtown Stillwater. We're going to have some really great deals and all different styles of merchandise. And frankly, it's a nice excursion uh, and a nice excuse to spend an afternoon in the charming hamlet of Stillwater. There it is. Habitation audio log. We're going east, young men and women. Is that, is that right? Slightly wrong. Mm. No, we're going west. We are west. west. We're going east. Left or right? Back with it. Go back east, young man. <laughs> it's dangerous out here in the West. No, it's fun. I, I've always planned to put a habitation and then, uh, actually, I've always envisioned three habitations in a geography and one designer rehab, kind of in the center for trade and merchandise. Um, and I was planning to get that up and running in St. Louis Park, then a, re a habitation in Maple Grove, and probably one in uh, Plymouth or possibly out further west in Orono or something. Um, but given this opportunity to have a showroom on the east side of the cities, uh, we decided to take it and test it out. Perfect. I know. It's really cool. We're going to have, we've got merchandise that is overstock from Habitation. We've got merchandise that is trade-in from uh, our clients at Habitation. Some consignment from when we had Designer Rehab temporarily housed uh, in between the opening of the new location and the other one. We have a ton of stuff. This is really cool. From the old Vogue Furniture Store. Ooh. And it was stuff, uh, among other things, but some of it was actually rented to Prince at Paisley Park for some of his social events. Fun fact. Seriously. So you can head out there, you can see all this totally funky, <laughs> ultra-contemporary furniture that is a little piece of Prince. And hopefully we'll have marked the pieces that had been in Paisley Park. Um uh, so it's, it's going to be cool. And then some stagers coming in, some transitional furniture coming in. Um, we've got some really amazing deals on commercial furniture that came out of uh, a hotel recently that remodeled. So you can go in and for like 75 or $99, we've got all of these like new heavy commercial grade uh, accent chairs and things. Nice. Right. What are the hours going to be? Uh, oh, darn it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think we're going to say uh, 10 till 7, but you know what? Anybody who's interested, go onto Facebook and search for Designer Rehab on Facebook. You'll see the logo. It's white with black and gold, um, and it will have all the details. It'll have the location listed uh, and no doubt some pictures of the merchandise that's out there. But... Uh, I think 10 to 7, but I, I can't be absolutely guaranteed. What I can say is it's going to be open on Friday the 12th, Saturday the 13th, and Sunday the 14th, and then the uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday the following week. And Very we'll cool. And we'll see where it takes us. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it's uh, it's 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 really it's really exciting. We'll see. I, I really hope it's a success because I'd love to make that a permanent location, and then we could be on both sides of the cities, and I think that's going to be impactful. All right, so Leslie, this is the part of the show where you get to ask me a question or two about whatever you particularly choose. Could be habitation-oriented, could be personal, really, just <laughs> shoot from the hip. How do I keep my beard so beautifully groomed? Oh, yes, is the yes. hair completely natural? Why am I not taller? It doesn't matter. Go for it. So did you go to d design school? No, no. I. How did you get into this business? Because I've been in habitation, and it's amazing. Thank you very much. And I wish I could take more credit than I, I do for Habitation. 
Um, I uh, had the vision of what I wanted the store to look like. I had a concept about this general style. And then I selected all of the vendors and the furniture suppliers based on their general style. But then I had uh, other people pick the particular products and set up the vignettes because I have no background in design. Huh. Um, I uh, actually, I, I used to be a corporate guy originally. I was a headhunter for a number of years in information technology. I was a consultant in that space. I worked at Cargill for a couple of years uh, doing that type of thing. And then I decided I just wanted a complete change of, of vocation. And for whatever reason, I, well, actually, the, the reason was there were three things I liked doing at that time. I liked drinking, I liked buying things, and I liked traveling before I had kids. And I couldn't figure out how to make a living drinking, although I have subsequently figured that out. <laughs> um, but traveling and buying is importing, and I just happened to start bringing in container loads of furniture from Indonesia and, uh, and liquidating them. That's how I got into the business. Super interesting. And it's really, really weird. I, I admit it's true. And, you know, I like to think I have good taste. I like to think that I'm good at selecting particular products. But even I, and now I've been in this business for more than 10 years, even I know that there is no substitute for the formal training that people get in design schools and the constant trial and error in the real world environment that designers get. So when we redecorated my house, for example, um, I used habitation designers, and I basically just said, make the space beautiful, and you guys know what I like. And and they did, because I could never have, a qu have done anything like that. Right. If you had seen my house before, it was filled with beautiful furniture, but nothing really matched. It was... It didn't make sense. It didn't tell a story, as they like to say. Yes. The story was, Greg owns a furniture store, and as things come off the truck, he, he goes... Likes <laughs> goes, uh, showroom, 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 living room, showroom, living room, bedroom, showroom. <laughs> And if something comes back scratched, well, I guess that's now mine. Um, so it was beautiful. But then when they came out and I had the, the, the designers create the space, it just was night and day as a difference. I always thought that if you have enough beautiful things individually, it'll be beautiful altogether. But in fact, it wasn't the case. You have to make it make sense. You have to make it make sense. And tell a story is the best way that I've heard that expressed. Yes. You know, and... Yeah. So there it is. No, I have no design experience. I have no particular skills in this area. All I do is write checks and occasionally weep softly uh, on bill paying day. <laughs> what else can I answer? Oh, what else? A wealth of knowledge. And if you heard clinking in the background, it's because we've just refilled our glasses as we're winding down. With one minute left in the show. We're only at, oh my God, I didn't even look up. All right, you're off the hook, Leslie. Okay. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, no, it is. Uh, thank you for the kind words about habitation, because I honestly do think it's a beautiful spot. Um, well, we have uh, drunk and talked our way through another episode. On behalf of our absent mixologist, Jordan Morris from Mill Valley Kitchen, and our guest, Leslie Wood from Hope Chest, I'd like to wish everyone good luck this week and remind you that, in the words of the fabulist Aesop, no act of kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted. Good night, everybody. Tell you why the day is sunny. I'm in love with lips of honey. Will you see the way she walks? Hey, brother, pour the wine.